It's the underlying beliefs that we aren't good enough, that we are a failure that is predicting your future. And what we're doing is we're judging ourselves based on the past. Welcome to Boss Body, the podcast where successful women learn how to lose weight and get healthy in a way they can live forever. If you're successful in so many areas of your life, but can't seem to give yourself the same care and compassion you show everyone else, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah Haas, women's weight loss and body love coach, and I'm here to help you create the light, joyful, energetic life you deserve. Hi and welcome. It's Sarah here and I just want to thank you for being here with me. I have a really great episode for you today. Today we're talking about how to love yourself thin and how to tame that harsh inner critic. So you know what I'm talking about when I say inner critic. It's that voice that's going around and around in your head all day long berating you and putting you down and saying negative, harsh things. And what you're saying to yourself every day can either help you be motivated and help you move forward, or it can be a major obstacle to reaching your goals. And this includes weight loss. So I am a firm believer in thoughts create emotions And then emotions create actions and actions are what create the world around you. So if you are struggling, if you have been trying to lose weight and the way that you think you're helping yourself is by being harsh and cruel in your brain every day, how's that working for you? Probably not very well, or you wouldn't be here with me right now. Your outer world is a direct reflection of what is going on inside you. So for example, think about hoarders. Their home is a disaster. They have piles of junk and trash everywhere. And that is a mental disorder. So that's an extreme example. But it shows you the chaos and the lack of organization and the struggle that's going on inside their minds And if you're carrying extra weight, that is the outward projection of what's going on inside you. So that is a reason to look within. And one of the biggest things you'll find is that inner critic that is repeating negative thoughts to you over and over and over again. Another example would be, let's say you're going to a cocktail party and you're a little bit nervous about it and you're saying things to yourself like, I'm going to embarrass myself or no one is going to talk to me. When you get there, you're not going to appear relaxed. You're not going to appear approachable. Your body language is going to be reflecting what is inside your head and it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. What about if you went to a job interview and your inner voice was saying, I'm not good enough for this job. I'm never going to get this job. They're not going to like me. How do you think you're going to present yourself? 
Are you going to appear confident and let them know that you can really do this job? Probably not. So the negative predictions that you have in your head quickly turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you tell yourself over and over again that you're fat, that you never stick to a diet, that you failed over and over again and will continue to fail, you will continue to struggle with your weight. It's the underlying beliefs that we aren't good enough, that we are a failure that is predicting your future. And what we're doing is we're judging ourselves based on the past and what we perceived as our failures. We tend to look back and blow up all the bad and then skim over all the good. So it isn't a realistic way of looking at the past. It's a way of judging ourselves negatively and telling ourselves that we're going to repeat that pattern over and over again. And then that is exactly what happens. There's a quote that I love from Maya Angelou, and she says, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. So what we want to do is look back at the past with compassion and see that we were doing the best that we could with what we had at the time. And we can learn from that and do better now in the future. We think that that negative inner critic is helping us to achieve our goals. We feel like it's kind of a coach that is protecting us from failure and pushing us to move forward and to do better. But what it's actually doing is crushing our confidence. It is zapping our energy. It is putting us down and it isn't going to create positive action. If you're struggling to stick with healthy habits and need a kick in the pants to get and stay on track, I'm so excited to offer you my free weight loss jumpstart course. You deserve to feel good and look good forever, and it doesn't have to be complicated, overwhelming, or miserable. I'll show you how to do it simply and with ease. It's available for instant download right now on my website at sarahhaaswellness.com. And I'll also put a link to it in the show notes. I hope you'll take me up on it and I'll see you inside. So I want to share with you four steps that can help you start to turn this vicious cycle around. The first one is just to observe your inner monologue. Just become aware of what are you saying to yourself every day, day after day? That's always the first step is to realize and become aware. Second, imagine those two inner selves that are in conflict within yourself. One is very attacking and hostile, and the other is the one that is receiving that, who is hurt and upset by those horrible, horrible words that you're saying to yourself. 
If you have never seen the movie Inside Out, I highly recommend it. It is an animated movie, and I actually saw it with my kids, but it is really appropriate for people of any age. It's about a young girl, and it's sort of her inner world and all the different parts of herself, and it it gives you like a visual of inside her brain. So there's the creative self, there's the shy self, there's the confident self, there's the intelligent self. Those all these different parts of herself, and I just love the way that they did that and the way that they presented it. And I feel like that can be really helpful for us as well, because it can help you realize that there are two parts inside and that they are pushing and pulling and coming up against each other. And the harsh side is making the other side feel horrible. And seeing those two inner parts of yourself really will help you realize how damaging you're being to yourself and also start to have compassion for that side of you that is really hurting. The third thing is, if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. It's as simple as that. Once you're observing that inner monologue and you realize how harsh it is, you realize that you would never say that to a friend or a loved one. If a friend came to you and was having feelings of self-doubt, you would never say to her, you're right, you never do anything right, or yeah, you're so stupid, nobody likes you. And yet we're so quick to say those exact same things to ourselves. If in reality... If your friend came to you with something like that, you would offer her compassion and words of encouragement. And that kind of shows you how you should be talking to yourself and how different what you actually are saying to yourself is. The final step is to turn that negative thought around into something positive. So anything that you are telling yourself that is overly pessimistic, you want to flip it into something that is more rational and more realistic because that's actually the truth. The key here is that you have to make sure that it is believable to yourself. So you don't want to be a fake, overly enthusiastic cheerleader because you're not going to buy that. So for example, if you're telling yourself you always fail at diets, you're a failure, and you try to flip that completely around and say, no, I'm not. I'm awesome at this. I'm always successful. That's not really going to be believable to you. So you want to take it down a few notches and it could be something like, I'm making positive changes and I'm learning from my mistakes and I'm getting better and better. See how that feels positive and believable and feels like it can motivate you and move you forward and feel better and better about yourself so that you can continue on a positive path. Keep in mind that all of this takes time. This isn't going to be turned around in a few days. 
you've been talking shit to yourself for years and years and years, and it's going to take a while to change that habit because it's become a pattern, just like exercise. It's something that you have to build up to little by little by little. And like everything else, you have to just take it slowly and one step at a time, and you're going to see positive results. If you want more help with creating body positivity, refer back to my podcast number four, How to Stop Hating Your Body. That's going to give you uh, a lot more information about how to start caring and loving for yourself and stop hating on yourself and stop creating this self-fulfilling prophecy. Be gentle, be compassionate, and take things one baby step at a time. Thank you so much, and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for being here. I'm honored that you've chosen to spend your time with me and allowed me to be part of your journey. If you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you think would benefit. I'll see you soon.